Arms out like wings. Evenings. Every evening, Nursey would have a student or prefect to help her get us twenty-four juniors to bed. We really loved the student girls and would have crushes on them. They were like big sisters. Mostly, we loved them by degrees according to their dancing ability. Good dancers were in great demand as crushes. Crushes would give a single point shoe to whoever chose them as a crush, and usually crushes belonged to only one junior at a time. Very occasionally, we shared one. We were very possessive with our crushes, and they were supposed to look after and mentor their little charges. Some less good dancers would also be in demand as crushes because they were pretty or particularly kind at lights out. Usually, only one prefect would come to help Nursey each evening, sometimes two. They would oversee baths and hair washes and supper, which was two biscuits and a glass of squash. Stuffed fig biscuits were popular because these were filling, as were rich tea biscuits, which were not filling, but we were given three of, of these rich tea biscuits instead of two because they were so thin. The same applied to Garibaldi's, which we called squashed flies. We were always so hungry that we made an art form out of making food take as long as possible to eat. We would eat all the currants from the squashed fly biscuits first, one currenty squashed fly at a time. We would then be left with a holy mess, which we would hold up to the light to see whose biscuit created the best pattern. Oranges we pulverised until they split. This could take hours if done correctly. We would then suck all the juice out of them through the split before breaking it apart and eating every morsel of the remaining juiceless orange. Yogurts we treated in a similar manner by pricking the lid with a pin and sucking the yogurt through the tiny hole. Any remaining fruit would be licked out right at the end. Hunger drove us to many imaginative activities. The best was making our own cheese from sour milk. We would pour smelly, lumpy milk into our long grey socks and hang them dripping from the dorm windows for days and days until they stopped smelling and dripping. And yes, surprisingly, they did stop smelling. At this point, we would untie the socks and roll them down to reveal the now tiny ball of cheese, which we some somehow ate. The other weird thing I remember eating was the curly brown tops of ferns in the woods. They had a lovely nutty flavour. But enough of strange food. Back to evenings. We all had quite long hair in order to be able to get it up into a bun. Mine was very long and in these days, before lots of hair conditioner, it was also very knotty. There were little stools all the way along one wall of Junior Dorm under a long wooden dressing table with about 12 mirrors above, which were individually lit all the way round by bare light bulbs, just as in a theatre dressing room. There were pink flowery curtains under the dressing table. 
the pattern of big pink roses was the same as the curtains at the windows. A fifties feeling to them, very sweet and homely. One evening, a brave student prefect sat me on one of the stools and spent at least two hours unknotting my hair. It was so painful, but we were in it together. I had never had to put my own hair up before I went to school, and it was very tricky when it was all so knotty. Methodically, this brave student ploughed through my hair one tiny bit at a time until it was perfect. I managed to keep it that way afterwards, as once was enough. I can't remember who she was, but I was very grateful. After that, I learnt to put my hair up effortlessly with just a few hairpins, and I learnt that only the big, straight, strong hairpins would do. Done correctly, a well-put-up bun or French pleat could withstand just about any amount of classes. The prefect on duty would stay until all was quiet in junior dorm. Some nights we were rowdier than others. As soon as lights went out at eight, torches went on. Sometimes we would just read. Initiation strip teases only took place in the first few days of term. For the rest of term, we would often put on impromptu shows. Someone would stand on their bed and do a little dance or recite a silly poem, and we would all shine our torches at them. Other nights, we would have midnight feasts. I remember one where I shared a tin of anchovies, which I'd bought back from Italy with my friends. Such things were not very easy to get in England at that time, and my friends were very excited to taste this new exotic food. I remember the smell wafting out as we carefully opened the tin and feeling terrified that we might get caught. We would also practice kissing, Yes, girl on girl. This was strictly to get it right for when we progressed to boys. We thought romantic, grown-up kissing was all about the length of time that the kiss lasted. Nothing to do with tongues and saliva swapping. I remember kissing Anna Delaunay for what seemed an age, as I tried to hold my breath for the whole time and banging noses as our head went, heads went from side to side in slow motion with a little romantic moaning thrown in for good measure. Another good game was putting your bare bum through the window after Ali, Mr Alexander, who was Miss Marsh's husband, had done his nightly rounds. Only the very brave would do this. A more genteel activity was learning and using the British Sign Language alphabet, which we all became very good at and could spell out words at such a speed that we could have whole conversations in silence. All these after-lights-out activities would come to a scrambling halt as soon as anyone came to the door. One person was always supposed to be on the lookout, but the activities were riveting, so often they would forget. There was a round porthole type window in the door and the hall light shone through it. As the circle of light was disturbed by the presence of a head behind it, we would all scramble like mad to get back into bed and look like we were asleep. If we were caught, we would be sent downstairs to Studio One. Classes in Studio One, the studio below Junior Dorm, where Miss Marsh taught, went on until 8.30 so we could hear the music from the class in our dorm to which we would make up words. 
Good night, sleep tight, see you in the morning light. If I don't, you'll catch the flu. This jingle still jumps into my head surprisingly regularly. If we were sent down as a punishment to the then dark Studio One when classes were over, we had to stand in the corner. The worst thing about being sent down was not the dark or the boredom, but that Mr Alexander might see us and tell Miss Marsh, who had been naughty. And this would be the worst thing ever, as she was the person with our careers in the palm of her hand. And with all this larking around, the one thing we were all deadly serious about was ballet.